Welcome. Welcome. Everything that's hot this summer. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. Yes, hello and welcome to the second hour on a Monday afternoon. Look, if you're in a, still in a tinny, well done you. If you're in the annex or the caravan uh, or if you're back at work and many of you will be. Hope you're enjoying your Monday afternoon. I, of course, am with Pat Cash and Mark Bosnich. Now, the good news for all of Australia with Hugh Jackman. That was terrific. Yeah, He's picked up the Golden really. Globe. I guess that means he now goes. There's always been the Oscar talk for his role in Les Mis and, you know, we saw it on our first date. Yeah, once. we did. Uh, and he was sensational in it. He wasn't always completely confident, though. Just have a listen to his acceptance speech today. And the Golden Globe goes to Hugh Jackman. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Hollywood. Sorry, I have. I'm, I'm t- tail end of this flu, and I was kicking myself for not getting the flu shot, but it appears actually you don't need one. I feel great. Uh, Tom, I have never told you this. Three weeks before we started filming, we had a terrible day of rehearsal. I came home to Deb and I said, it's time. I've got to ring him. I've got to tell him there's someone else to play this role. I really thought I'd bitten off more than I could chew. My wife talked me off that cliff like she talks me most days. Baby, I, I'm going to say it now in front of the entire world. Thank you for always being right, baby. <laughs> Feel the love in the Fantastic. room. Fantastic. I didn't realise he married my ex-wife. No, did she? Well, done. congratulations to uh, Hugh Jackman. Plenty to come this hour. Next, we speak to a Seven Network newsreader about her amazing confession. That's next. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. This is the KFC Summer Session. Mark Bosnich, Pat Cash, I'm Tony Squires. Well, Letha Cummins is a network star on the rise at seven. And I must admit, I was a little bit surprised this morning when I opened a newspaper right. and read the story of uh, a battle with uh, drink overcome. Mm. Uh, and I'm very interested to have a chat with Talitha because I have been in the same newsroom with her, perhaps once, once or twice in the same bar. Talitha, <laughs> hello and welcome to the oh, show. Dear. Hello. <laughs> it's great to be here. Are you surprised? Just talk us through what what's happened because you've told people about what's gone on in your life. Has the reaction been huge? Just fill us in. The reaction has been incredible. I've just seen that the story is actually the most read on um, news.com.au today. So obviously this has struck a chord with a lot of people. It's a story that resonates with a lot of people. I, you know, since five o'clock this morning, my in my um, email, my telephone and Facebook has just been overloaded with messages of, you know, well wishes and messages from people saying, I'm going through the same thing or I have an alcoholic husband or, you know, help me, what do I do? So this is, su- this is such a big issue and, and bigger than I sort of even expected when I decided to go public with it. Talisa, just tell me, give me a bit of background. Uh, you, were, you were drinking uh, while you were presenting or you realised that you were drinking too much and you had to... Uh, no, no, no. It was, a, it was a nighttime thing, but it was mm. basically the case where I, I would have one drink and, um, you know, with best intentions, just, just have one and then it would never end up at one. Um, I, was, I had this sort of unstoppable desire uh, once I had one and you know it, it was highly destructive for a long period of time I, I moved to Sydney a couple of years ago and it sort of ramped up then because I, I was in a new place I was meeting new people and you know the media industry is is sort of um, renowned for, yep. for having big drinkers and um, it's, it's just that culture and I mean our culture in general now um, is, a, is a big drinking culture. So how did you stop? 
Uh, well, look, I got, it got to a point last year that I, I sort of looked around at my life and I thought, I am unhappy in every single aspect of my life. I had mm. been for about a year and a half. Um, nothing was working. I was unfit. I was unhealthy. You know, I'd had tonsillitis. I'd been, I'd been really unwell. Mm. I looked at myself and I thought, if I don't change this now, it's, it's never going to stop. Uh, it was incredibly hard. It was an incredibly hard thing to do because I had to basically, I isolated myself um, at home and, uh, you know, I didn't go to parties. I, I stopped going to any events and, um, and, and stopped going out with friends as well. And I just it was, I was determined to get through this and to stop. And I can't tell you how much my life has changed in the last four months since that's happened. Talitha, can, yeah, can I ask you about the timing of the story? Like, why now? Yeah, sure. Well, it got to four months. Um, I basically celebrated four months of sobriety last week. And I started, I was doing um, a Hello Sunday morning blog, uh, basically. And um, I decided to go public with the blog. And so the, the paper basically picked that up and, and asked all said that they were going to run a story. So uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with Hello yep. Sunday morning, but it's, a, it's basically a free online program for people to take a break from drinking, yeah, mm-hmm. um, you know, for a period of sobriety for three, six or 12 months um, and, you know, just sort of see how you go with it. It's, it's not against alcohol or its use, but uh, it sort of believes in changing, that change needs to happen um, around the way our community drinks. I guess, Deletha, what happens is there's a lot of people who are high-functioning, whether they've been, what career they mm. do, but they still manage to drink far too much to, you know, blackout point or whatever it is. Uh, is it difficult when you talk about, you know, deciding not to go out with friends? A lot of people who do, you know, dry July or whatever, any of those things they do find it difficult but they think oh, I'm just gonna you know I'll, I'll get through it was it difficult is it difficult for you now to have that social interaction uh, look it's it's changed the way I socialize definitely um, you know I, I don't go to pubs anymore if I go to a party I'm usually one of the first to arrive and definitely one of the first to leave uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure if you've ever been no. been to a party sober recently <laughs> but it's not very exciting <laughs> about two hours into it when people start gibbering yeah. and I look at people and I think, oh my God, really? Was I like that? Yes. <laughs> no, you were worse. Career-wise, obviously, or tickety-boo. That- uh, everything's going so well. You know, I thought I was functioning and everything was going perfectly, but since then, I've had a lot of opportunities. I've worked really hard at trying to rebuild things, and um, it, it seems to be happening. So, and you know, Channel Seven's been incredibly supportive. Yeah. Well, so- you're doing it. You're doing a great job, and uh, congratulations. Uh, on what you've done. Hello, Sunday morning.org. Uh, have a look at it if you've got any issues. Uh, it's obviously incredibly helpful. Talitha, th- thanks so much for being part of the show. Fantastic. Thank Good luck. you. My pleasure. Thank, Thank you, you very much. KFC Summer Session on Triple M. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. It's KFC Summer Session on Triple M. Some good times are better shared. Like KFC's new cricketers pack, good times. I want to read you a little bit of a story from the newspaper this morning because I think that uh, you'll find it both Pat Cash, Mark Bosnick, relevant. And I may be able to get a little yarn out of you. This is about Sam Stowe's. Now, there's a lot of pressure on her, mm. obviously, going into the Australian Open because of her performances at home. Yeah. But today, it was a, a, a bio of her, and she started talking about how she first got involved in the beauty that is tennis. Uh, I'll just read it. it. says, she settles on her first tennis lesson. This is as her anecdote. When the Stowe's family of five had moved to Adelaide after the Queensland floods of 1990. 
Uh, it was at Memorial Drive in Adelaide. She, this is her quoting. And I was wearing a Mickey Mouse T-shirt and one of those horrendous netball pleated skirts that we wear in Australia. And I <laughs> cried beforehand because I didn't want to go and I was really scared. I remember driving there with my windows down, trying to drive all my tears away. But it was good after that. The coach went up to all the parents who were sitting there and said, who owns this child here? And mine were like, oh, God, what has she done? <laughs> <laughs> and he said... Oh, well, she probably should get private lessons. She's actually pretty good. And that wow. was to her the moment, mm. as a kid, you know, she's got knew. the Mickey Mouse t-shirt. She knew. Mm. She knew. Mm. For either of you, was there a moment? You both, you know, yeah. have achieved great things uh, in your chosen sport, lead athletes. Boz, um, was there the moment? A uh, similar moment to that, I guess, yeah. I think it was about 11 or 12 when I went to a camp um, and, then, and during the holidays. Um, you, usually my mum and dad would like, you know, go to a camp and get out of our hair. Yes. And, um, and there was a, a there chap... Was a camp you, I yeah. can send you to now. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, don't worry, you're not the first person to say that. It gets said quite regularly. So, um, uh, so I was at this camp and um, a, a chap who was an ex-Australian goalkeeper, Ron Corey, um, is now actually goalkeeper coach at Western Sydney Wanderers. Um, basically, we were doing the drills and, and said a similar thing. He said, you, can you come back tonight? And I said, well, well, no. And he said, well, why? I said, because we know we're going to be sleeping tonight. He goes, no, can you come back tonight and train with the first team? So I said, okay, fair enough. So then I went At, back at what age again? Did 12. You wow. Yeah, so I went, then went and trained with the men and all that. And then, then that was it. Uh, that sort of it dropped for me because then at night time when I was taking shots and, and playing with these men... Yeah. Um, I was like, well, this is okay, you know. Taking uh, goal shots, not vodka shots. Yeah, yeah, good, yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that, that came yeah. later. <laughs> it's great encouragement, doesn't it? It go, can go a long way. I, I was, I remember going down to the t tennis club and uh, similar sort of sim similar sort of thing, really. I was hitting the ball really well and I was hitting lots of good winners. And what was age, Cashy? Uh, probably nine, eight, nine. Yep. Yeah, nine, and uh, which is relatively late for tennis uh, these days. Mm. But uh, you know, I was hitting some great balls, and I thought it was a, just a morning session. And um, so I did my tennis lesson, and it came to lunch, blow the whistle, and I sort of walked off to the park to go and to meet, get picked up from dad. And hours later, I was not, he's not there. And next thing, he's sort of he's flying around the corner in his car, and oh my god, thank God you're there. We thought we'd lost you. You know, you've gone, you know, you're supposed to be there all day. And uh, he thought I'd, they called up and said, we've lost him. He's gone walking. He's, he's disappeared. So they're all panic wise. Uh-huh. There was a girl named Natalie. Oh. Ah, there <laughs> we go. And see, boy, was she cute. Uh, <laughs> Man, he does uh, some great things in his yeah. world because of women. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Climb mountains, one Wimbledon. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there you go. The two of you, what, at nine and well, What 11. about you, Kamai? Uh, Squizzy. I mean, you've yeah. been in the media. Yeah. What you, you know, look, what you do is a skill and an art in yeah. itself. And I've seen that uh, not only here, but obviously at Fox. Yeah. You know, Who's your hero? Yeah. I'm still waiting. No, for no, no. But like, you know, oh. when did you decide? My, my, you know, when did you decide that you were going to go into media to be like a, a head man? I, I, well, exactly when I was told by somebody else because I was considering because my my father was a policeman. Mm. Uh, my mother liked uh, my brother, older brother was in the air force. My mother thought that your only her job was only secure if you wore a uniform. Mm. So I was slated down to go in the air force. Did physics and chemistry at high school and, uh, mm. and hated every second of it mm. until a journalist said, "You know what? You should have." You know, he'd heard me talking. He said, "You should uh, become a journalist. Come mm. in and meet me." Did that and there you go. Was hopeless at it. This is the KFC. I loved it. Yeah, you're not hopeless at it. I loved it. Blessed is the man or the woman yeah, who yeah. does a job that, that she or he loves. Enough about me. Let's talk about you. This 
is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. And as ever, we'd like you to get involved in one way is the daily online poll. Head to triplem.com.au. The question today, uh, given the Australian Open, is off and running. Who will go further in the Australian Open? The three options you had were Leighton Hewitt, Bernard Tomic and Sam Stoza. Uh, all right, I'll, I can give you the fact that Leighton Hewitt, he, play, he plays tonight, he starts tonight, and all of the Australia eyes will be on him as sure. ever. Only 25%. He is not the person that most of Australia believes will still be there. Uh, then, Cashy, we have a tie. Bernard Tomic and Sam Stoza at 37% each. And as I do the math now, that again doesn't add up to 100. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a round of applause for our uh, mathematician. Shall we do that one that they do in, with those services? And the, you know, whatever, what's left? Well, uh, whatever it is, I think, Cashy, you yeah. can get you unknown. can get the vote. One percent unknown. Yeah. One percent. <laughs> well, I'm in, the, I'm in the seniors tournament. We only start in the second week. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Bit of doubles, fun doubles. So mm-hmm. there is a good likelihood I will be in the tournament. You could be the last Australian standing. Yeah. Oh, I'm backing Cashy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm backing a, Cash with Cash. And it's a round robin too. So we <laughs> get three matches. We'll be playing on Saturday. Right. Well, <laughs> let's hope that Tommy and Sam Stones are both there with you in the second week, Cashy. This is the KFC Summer Session. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. The KFC Summer Session on Triple M with Mark Bosnich, Pat Cash and Tony Squires. For the all-new Grill Twister Max at KFC, it's tastefully chockers, good times. Yana Pittman, I'm sure if you read the story uh, about her massive change of sport, or really career, isn't it? I mean, we all know her as a 400-metre hurdler who, Olympic Games, which... She never really uh, did, well, I guess, you know, succeeded as much as she had wanted to. So she's, she's now going to be, I don't know if you know, in the two-women bobsled event at the Winter Olympics. That's where she's aiming. Right. And, uh, need the speed to get off the mark. Uh, absolutely yeah. correct. Yeah. Power. The yeah. thing that, and I want to get to this notion of such a massive career change and how you do it and why you do it. Uh, before I get that, the reason she says it was that, you know, fear of retirement from elite sport. Did you ever have that fear, of, Boz, of retiring? Did it worry you what you no, what, I, what well, you fill the gaps yeah. in? I, I was retired, so I didn't really have much chance to think about it, well, basically. Somebody, somebody forced yeah, retirement. Basically. Well, yeah. Um, so, um, uh, yeah, I, I didn't go through that, but I know a lot in our game that do. And it's, I don't know, cash in tennis, but in football, the tap just turns off. It doesn't, you know, trickle for a while. It just stops. And um, a lot of it is just, you know, going in every day, getting, you know, for 20 years of your life, that, you know, that, that football dressing room becomes your second family. Yep. Um, in some cases, your first family. You know, for me, being that far away from Australia was really my first family for, for a lot of the time. And, you know, when you do that for 20 years and all of a sudden it just stops, it can be a little bit daunting for a lot of people. Yeah, well, for Yana Pittman, that certainly was the case. So she's decided that what else looked around, well, what else can I do? Here I am. I'm not going to be in the next, you know, Olympics unless I, I, I go it's winter. Very brave. I think it's very brave for people to change com- completely drastically. I mean, mm. uh, their careers. I mean, one of the one of the ones that I always find very amusing is that do you know the comedian Sam Kinison? He oh, was yeah, quite fruity. Eight, yeah, language. Yeah, very mm, loud. Language. He, yep. he was a screamer. He's like, ah! He used to scream and tell jokes about his ex-wife and all this sort of stuff and really rude stuff. Well, he was a preacher, so mm. he, he, really? he certainly did, he did a big 180. Yeah. He had the road to Damascus experience. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, that's true. I guess it's not just sports people, is it, who do have that. I guess no. there are sports people who change codes or whatever. Yeah. But as you get older and you know, all these people back at work now, the idea that you're, you know, you're travelling along okay in your chosen career and you think, you know what, I'm tired of this, I'm bored with this, or I'm not you know, achieving what I want to achieve in this. 
How radical is the change have you made in your life, in your career? I'd love to hear somebody who's made a drastic change in the career path, looked at the fork of the road and thought, you know what, I'm going 180 degrees. One triple three five three. Tell us your career change and how it worked for you on the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. The KFC Summer Session on Triple M for the all-new Grilled Twister Max at KFC. It's tastefully chockers. Good times. Yana Pittman is changing her career from 400-metre hurdle runner, which she excelled as world champion at one point, but never got what she really wanted was something uh, and a positive Olympic experience while she's moving from uh, Summer Olympic to the Winter Olympic, she hopes. In the bobsled, the two Australia's two women bobsled team hoping to get into the Games for Europe. We're wondering, what radical change of career have you had? G'day, Jeff. Yeah, yeah, mate. Not bad. What was it? Uh, I went from arm rubber to a forklift driver. Wow. So this was a, a career as an armed robber? Yeah, it was uh, basically a career, mate. Uh, two or three times a week or whatever needed to be done. Uh, assuming you spent some time in uh, lockdown. Yes, I've, I've spent a bit of time at Her Majesty's uh, Yeah, Her Majesty's hotel. leisure. Yeah. And, and tell yeah. me, I mean, that, in terms of career change, that's a difficult thing for Yana Pittman to do. Hmm. It's difficult to get any employment, I would have thought, once you've been through what you've been through. Yeah, yeah it wasn't too hard. Uh, it wasn't too easy, I mean, to start with. But uh, once I got a bit of a start somewhere... Yep. Things just seem to roll on from there, mate. Oh, good well on done. you. Brilliant. Yeah, well done, Jeff. Excellent, mate. Well done. Uh, no, they, they don't get any education in there either in the, in prison, so... Well, you've been there, Cashy. I have been in, not in... Yeah, I've been visiting. Uh, <laughs> a, few, a few friends that... Uh, <laughs> those <laughs> good mates of yours. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jason, g'day, mate. How's it going, guys? Not bad. What was the career change? Uh, I went from being a exploration geologist. I used to fly around looking for uh, everything from oil to, to um, diamonds, gold... Uh, I went from from doing that to uh, becoming a mature age apprenticeship and and getting a uh, refrigeration mechanic. Wow! And and why Excellent that change? What happened? Uh, there was a downturn in the gold. It went down to about two hundred dollars an ounce, and it just what they, they were sacking us as quick as they could. So, mm. and the only jobs I could get was over in Fiji or some places like that. So, and Jason, just a, a, on a serious note. Um, with your notes that you have and so forth. Um, could you tell us later off air, can you stay on the line where the rest of the gold and the gas and the diamonds are? Oh, we'll cut you in a, a generous amount. I've got a few places in Victoria that haven't been looked at. But... Oh, good man. That's enough. That's enough, Jason. That's and enough. Mate, and, mate, are you getting the satisfaction out of the fridge mechanic work? Yeah, it's great because my father was a fridge and I, I never even looked twice at it. I wasn't interested in being on the tools. And, um, yeah, I think I, I'd started a mature age when I was about 24, so it was good. I oh, love good. it now. Good on you, mate. Well done, Jase. Excellent. Uh, what about Mel? What was a career change? Hello, boys. Hey. <laughs> Love Hello, the show. Thanks, um, Golf pro for years. Okay. Played all over the world and uh, became a club pro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, packed it in, into marriage, change of everything, and now I'm a tree lopper. Wow. Well, it's, it's still swinging. Nature still, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're still swinging. You know, I know you're still swinging. That's, a good... <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That's how golf pros describe my swing, like an axe. Brilliant. Uh, so, Mel, do you, you, well, did you got you bored of the travel, or even when you were a golf pro, why why do you just run? Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. It's like travelling all over the world is not great on your own, and mm. you know, leaving the family behind and all that sort of stuff, you just... And when you're struggling to make cuts and not a glamorous lifestyle, no. Is is the uh, lifestyle of that just the the club golf pro? Is that you know enough money to live a glamorous lifestyle? 
It's not. Yeah. No. <laughs> right. right. Golf pro to tree lopper. There you That's go. Come very handy yeah. when I'm playing a golf. Subject yeah. is <laughs> very handy. Yeah, this is a great subject. This it's one. Is. This is the KFC Summer Session. You're listening to Triple M. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. And we're doing it for the all-new Grilled Twister Max at KFC. It's tastefully chockers, good times. Uh, sadly, we are running out of time for today. Cash, will you be heading? Everybody else will be watching if they're not in uh, at Rod Laver Arena. We'll be watching on the telly. Yeah. Leighton Hewitt, once again, carries the hopes and dreams of the nations on his tiny, tiny little shoulders. Will you... <laughs> <laughs> not that tiny. <laughs> He's built up a lot, apparently. He's, fine, He's fine. been training with the uh, some, some bra boys. Yeah, Amarubra. Uh, yeah. Uh, will you be there, Cashy? I'm not sure, undecided as yet, but I'll definitely be watching somewhere right. along the line. As, yeah. as somebody who has achieved greatness, and you, you know I've set you the challenge of the rock and roll story every day, there's, there's a rock and roll thing, isn't there, about getting, you know, if you're the star, of getting as many people as you can into the audience, giving tickets away. Have you got anything along those lines that I, I can throw at you? you can throw I at did a big mess up today. Okay, well, oh, that, deser- that deserves this then. Hello, children. Here is the story. Are you ready? Then we'll begin. Well, as you know, guys, I always try and please my, my friends. And uh, yep. the Australian Open's here. Of course, my friends are, you know, some that are in town are asking for, some, for, for tickets. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't sure how many tickets I get. And most, you know, a lot of people think that I just get lo- can get loads of tickets. Yeah. But I'm just one of the players, uh, you know, I've, you know. I can, so I get, basically I called up yesterday and said, so the organiser said, how many tickets can I get? And they went, oh, well, you can get no, no problems here for a day. Uh, passes. I said, oh, that's, well, actually, that's a bit more than I expected uh, for this for this uh, for this week. I'm, next week, I'm playing. I can get a few few more in. But mm-hmm. so I'm thinking, fantastic. I've got uh, family and friends coming all over the place. So a couple of mates called me last night, um, both named Mark. Uh-huh. Now, yes. for some reason, uh-huh. this is bizarre. For some reason, they're both under the same n- number, same name in my phone book. Uh-oh. So last night I'm texting Mark saying, yep, no problems, mate, got you a couple of tickets. And the other one, yes, Mark, you know, they, they call back. He says, yes, I got a couple of tickets. So I get this, uh, I send the tickets out the front. I get this call. Hey, mate, it's, it's, mate there's no tickets here for me and the kids. Oh, uh, it's like, w- w- but hold on, one of them's English and one of them's Australian. I, I thought I was texting the English guy. Uh-oh. So I said, mate, uh, who's this? He goes, Mark, so-and-so. I'm like, what are you doing in Melbourne? So well, you, you told me to come. I got, you got me tickets for me. I'm like, you're kidding me. So I call up and I organise this and I said, oh, listen, I made a bit of a mistake. I put Mark and there's another Mark with his fork. He said, well, Pat, you only get four for the week. And I said, well, I've got six already gone and my family, uh, my family are coming. And I'm just about in tears in day one. Mate. That tournament hasn't even started and I'm in already stretched out of my mind. Australian Open ruined for you already before you even pick up a racket. I know. I love it. It's KFC Summer Session on Triple M. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. KFC Summer Session on Triple M for the all-new Grilled Twister Max at KFC. It's tastefully chockers, good times, and our time sadly has come to an end for yes. this Monday. Cassie, just trying to solve your problem, having you, all of your complimentary tickets mm. to the Australian Open. Yeah. You've given all them all away yeah. on the first day. <laughs> Are there any other players that you know you could go to and ask? I mean, like has Bernard Tommy got any friends? Uh, he may not have any need <laughs> for his tickets at all. Why don't you go and ask somebody like that? Yeah, <laughs> I suppose. I usually ask the other old, the other old guys to see if they've got their old, uh, seniors guys. Seniors guys. Seniors guys. We we're called seniors. Yeah. Well, days. speaking of spe- seniors, tomorrow mm. on the show there's a great movie. It was our second date, Mark Bosnich and myself. Yes. Uh, I don't know. By third date, I tell you, it's going to get. Whoo, whoo, I can't whoo. wait. Oh, I must okay. say, but I, there's one little complaint. No, I very rarely complain. You've, you've so you went to a movie today called I, Yes. Yeah, um, Forty. Yeah. 
there's no chalk tops or popcorn. Uh, will it be okay? On the, would you take offence if I brought some food with me on Thursday? No, I wouldn't take offence. What? Because we're going to another film on Thursday morning as our yeah. third date. What oh. I would a fun do is third base, baby. You know what means the fourth one? Home run. <laughs> That's, that's what I was uh, worried about. I knew that was going to come out. On that stage. awkward note, uh, <laughs> we will speak to the writer-director. He's also in it of that film, Judd Apatow. We'll oh, speak yeah. to him tomorrow on this show. This is the KFC Summer Session. I'm feeling slightly nervous. The KFC Summer Session. For the all-new Cricketers Pack at KFC. Perfect for sharing. Good times. <laughs>